like macho films. They really get my tick. Well, I like arty films. I think they're so sick. What if I pick? Yeah, and then I pick? All right, Bryce. Okay, Nick. Let's not waste time. Can you... Give me a flick. Bryce and Nick's can you give me a flick? We're back, baby. We're ready to rock and roll for another episode of Good Shit. Bryce, each week you and I get together, we give mm. one another one of our favourite movies. Brother, it's my favourite time of the week. Well, more often than not, you and I leave each other unsatisfied with ah. the movie that we give each other. Mm. But sometimes, every so often... <gasps> Yeah, I like feels it good. when it feels good, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. The yes, good, the good feelings are better than the other feelings, and those feelings are sad feelings. Nick, I would say your taste is a little more manga, and my style's a little more. Go on, say oh, something that's Korean, no, man. Give me one thing that's Korean off the top <laughs> okay, of your head. Okay, no, you know what? I know where you're heading with this. This is what happened last week. Old boy is a Japanese noir thriller. Oh no. Now, you have given me the film, old boy. Yeah. Only one problem with that. Yeah. What would that be, Bryce? Can I take the floor for a moment? Absolutely. Uh, Public lad- apology time. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, last week I made an outrageous claim mm-hmm. that old boy was a Japanese film, when in fact it is a Korean film. Yes, it is. Very much so. So <laughs> you've alienated all of our Korean yes, listeners and our Japanese listeners. I have. And for that, I actually do need to sincerely apologize i have been given a lot of grief for this i have had a lot of people send me messages and say come on man you need to be better than this and you know what i agree okay well do your accents get them out of the way <laughs> i'm gonna give you uh, a little i'm gonna give you no you stop there you know what i'm you gonna stop st- there i'm gonna stop there As, uh, gonna give you a little test just uh, oh, straight off the no. bat famous japanese famous uh, korean films uh oh. my neighbor totoro after <laughs> their mother's hospitalized 1988 uh, animation, two young sisters move to the countryside with their father. It's their Studio Ghibli masterpiece. Is it uh, Korean or is it Japanese? Oh, Japanese. It is Japanese. Okay, Congratulations. Great. Great, Past Lives 2023, a uh, very oh, hot Oscar nominee contender this year. Uh, 20 years later, shit. two childhood friends reunited for one fateful week as they confront notions of love and destiny. Everyone's talking about it. It is one of the best films of 2023. Is it Korean? Is it Japanese? Uh, um... Korean? It is Korean. Well done, actually. That's really, really good. One more. Go for a a clip sweep, and uh, then we don't need to send the United Nations your... uh, The letter that we've been drafting. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Uh, yep, Rashomon is what it's called. 1950, a man is murdered. His wife is assaulted. Four witnesses summoned to recall what they saw. Now, you might think I'm trying to throw you off here with a 1950 film, but this is one of the greatest pieces of cinema ever. It is in the top 100 IMDb. People absolutely love it. Uh, It's basically, there's four different points of view for the events that have unfolded. Is it Korean? Is it Japanese? Yeah, well done. He's yes! done it. He's actually done it. So I'm not cancelled. I'm not cancelled. Not I'm yet. Not you're not, canceled. my friend. He lives to fight another day, baby. Now, this film is from 2003, and it is, uh, well, very good, according to the fine folks at IMDb. It's an 8.4. Mate, it's an 8.4, and let me tell you, it's, it's, it's pretty good on Rotten Tomatoes as well, with an 82% an audience score of 94. Let me tell you a little bit about Old Boy. The brief synopsis here is, after being kidnapped and imprisoned for 15 years, O'Day Sue is released, only to find that he must find his captor in five days. This movie is directed by Park Chan-wook, and it stars none other than Choi Min-sik, who is also known for... <laughs> yeah. 
No, I'm just do no, him. I'm you know worry. what? I don't want to have to do what you've done. <laughs> He's done so many. Mate, I saw a film with him, and this is... I was went... he one of the bad guys in a James Bond movie? He look, he's got that vibe about him, doesn't he? A movie... Why? Why would you say that? Well, he's very menacing. He, gotcha. he, he does menacing very Good well. Safe. Yep. I saw him in a film not too long ago that always shows up in a list of most controversial movies of all time. It's a movie called I Saw the Devil, and he's being chased and hunted down by a detective after... He very brutally murders his wife. Very hard film to watch. Now, is this the first Mm. international film you've given me? It absolutely is. And something that I haven't brought up a lot on this show is I actually do watch a fair few foreign films. Mostly because, and I think you'll back me on this one, the storytelling's just something else. Absolutely. I remember going to a Robert McKee seminar. Robert McKee is one of the godfathers of storytelling yeah. in Hollywood and yeah. in script writing. And he offers international seminars multiple throughout the world each year. Yeah. And everyone from Jean Cleese to Russell Brand goes along and just hails him as, you know, someone who just gets it. Right. And his thing has always been, I remember going to one in 2010, maybe, uh, here in Sydney, and he was just talking about how Hollywood filmmaking is essentially, it's just... It, all the creativity has gone. There's that's, almost that's nothing left yeah. to give. And he said all of the best filmmaking is coming out of Asia. It's coming yeah. out of Japan. It's yeah. coming out of Korea. Honestly, that, and that's fair. And it's been the case for a long time. I mean, you think about how many of them have been redone, like the the, the American remake, you know what I mean, of, yeah. the, of the old trope. Um, I gave you this movie, brother, as a retaliation because you gave me Blue Velvet, which is a noir thriller. And this is also a noir thriller. Much, probably a little more on the mystery side of things Mm -hmm. it's definitely you know it's a slow unraveling mystery but the thing about this movie as well it's also super fucking twisted (laughs) it's 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 a it's a pull no punches story it's shocking it is it is methodical it is brilliant but it's brilliant because it's it just dares to go to a place where not a lot of people are comfortable it's 20 years old now. It's 20 years old. And there was a remake a few years ago. 2013 back. with Josh Brolin, yeah. I haven't seen that, obviously. Is okay, that- so I have. Bad film? Absolutely not. I think it, you know what, I actually think it would be better received if it wasn't a remake. If it was, if it was its own film, you'd mm. probably look at it and go, that wasn't too bad. Mm. But at the same time, the original is very raw it's brutal. There's scenes in there. I mean, the infamous hallway scene where he fights the blokes with the hammer through the hall. I mean, it's one of the great fucking they scenes. They recreate that, do they? Yeah, but it's not as good. Mm. Um, the ending is a bit of a cop-out, I think, um, as opposed to the, like, the ending of the original just hits so hard. Mm. They kind of take away that harshness. Uh, to the ending of the of the remake, it's definitely the, a, a watered down version of the original, which Americans are good at doing. They certainly are, mate. There are a lot of really uh, intense themes in this. Mm-hmm. There's a constant theme of uh, incest as well, as yes. as it's explained. The thing is, you don't quite know where this story is going. Like you're saying, it's a mystery and it unravels slowly. Yeah. But you're always there's always this sense that. You're being taken care of. You're safe. The filmmaker knows what they're doing. (laughs) It's going to resolve in a way that will be very satisfying. What did you think about The Way It Unraveled? Because I remember watching it again, and I hadn't seen it in 10 years until I watched it again this week. And uh, I remember thinking, 
when I first watched it, just how much it popped every time a new twist came around the corner or every time a new plot element unraveled. And this time around, I kind of forgot how almost similar to a Lynch, though probably do- doing a better job of explaining its turns, hmm. um, it, re- it really goes at a pace that is extremely... The way that they carry suspense in this film, I think, is very good. The filmmaking feels like that of an auteur. And the director mm-hmm. uh, did another really well-known film in 2016 called The Handmaiden. Is The, the Handmaiden. Really, yeah. it, he's very renowned in, in Korea yeah. as a filmmaker. But essentially the story of this is that there's a man who's drunk and obnoxious and a, such a fuckwit how tough is that opening up. scene christ him in the, the, in the police station, in the station. <laughs> he's such a fucking idiot my and god he, essentially he wakes up in a hotel room and he's locked in and there's no windows mm. and he can't get out of the door and the long and the short of it is he's locked in this room for 15 years mm. and you think, well, you'd just kill yourself because you'd go crazy. He tries. And he tries, but mm. there's a certain gas that they emit through the, yeah. the vents. So if he's trying to kill himself, it puts him to sleep instantly. And a group of people go in, they clean, clean it up, up, they you know put bandages on, on him so he can't kill himself. Yeah. Uh, and he's just got he's got nothing but a TV in this room. He's got a little bit of food, and he's just going absolutely mental. Yeah. And there was this interesting quote at the start of the film which says, 15 years is how long I ended up locked in this place. I wonder if it would have been easier or harder for me knowing that going in. Mm. And I thought that's a really interesting thought. Yeah. Because there's a certain kind of hope that you wake up with each day, even if it feels a bit groundhoggy, that maybe today's the day. Maybe yeah. today's the day you get released. Yeah. But if it's 15 years, you know that that's how long you you've got. You know there's an end goal. Yeah. You're I always feel down. like if there is an end goal, you go a little bit less crazy. Yeah. That's a fair point, you know. So from the get-go, there's these interesting thoughts and themes that are being presented to us. Yeah. Uh, and it feels quite intelligent. Anyway, and then at the end of the 15 years, he's released inexplicably. We don't know why. Yeah. And he, he goes pops to, out of a suitcase or something, doesn't he? Pops out of a big box. Yeah, which is the it's first. It's a funny scene. It's too, the actually. first time that you see uh, some really interesting cinematography. The film is coloured interestingly. There's a lot of shots like that hallway shot you're talking about, yeah. where it just lingers. It's yeah. long and it's arty and it's really nicely done. Yeah. Um, there's a certain, I don't know. There's a certain classiness to this filmmaking. It's really, yeah. really I agree well with done. That. Yeah. He is released. He goes to a sushi restaurant. There's this scene where he eats an octopus. An octopus. And not to get too distracted here, because I know we're going through the yeah, story, no, no, but no, no, that no, no. scene is absolutely stunning. It's it is wild, dude. It's, they had to shoot it four times over. It's a right. real octopus. Yeah. He's putting it in his mouth, eating it, as it's just clawing its way Mate, all across his face, up his nose. And expression on his face, dude. It's wonderful. It's um, wonderful. The filmmaker, when he was receiving an award, uh, got up there and and thanked the octopus. Uh, <laughs> that was at Cannes. They won the Grand Prix at Cannes. Uh, and uh, Park Chan Wook gets up and thanked the octopedes uh, along with the cast and crew. That's wonderful. I love that. Choi. Min Sik is Buddhist, mm-hmm. so after each shot of eating oh. the octopus, he would have to pray and essentially apologise <laughs> to the spirit of the octopus. Wow. It's such a it's such a cook scene. Oh, it, it's it's absolutely also speaks to the testament of how 
pretty unwell this <laughs> this dude is. And I mean, there's a lot of things that happen in the opening stages where he, you're kind of, the, the director does a very good job of showing you just how unwell he is. Yeah. Well, he eats the octopus because he says he wants to feel something that's alive yeah. and he wants to kill something he wants to that's kill alive. Something. And he meets a woman there. She's, you know, making the, the sushi for yeah. him. And a- anyway, they become friends and it's pretty obvious after he eats this octopus, he collapses. He's not well. She yeah. takes him back and looks after him. And then the story unravels where essentially he is trying to find out who has done this, who has yeah. locked him up for 15 years. Yeah. He's very angry. <laughs> and she continues to look after him. And then he uh, meets the person who did it. And this is an interesting moment. He meets them and he's ready to kill them. And there's like a revenge killing Mm -hmm. that's about to to happen. You go, finally, great. This is his moment. But we're still only maybe a third into the film. This is probably 25 minutes in. And this character, his name is Wu Jin. And Wu Jin says, you can kill me now. That's fine. But you will never know why I did this. Yeah. So he offers him an ultimatum. What's the ultimatum? Is the ultimatum not if you find out within five days, I'll kill myself. Right. If you don't, I'll kill her. So yes. we know this This guy's setting his intentions early that he has done this to him. Yes. And he is fucking evil. Now, why is he doing it? Right. So that's what it becomes. So it sets it up. And it, that is such a good concept. For a film and Wonderful. for a, a race against time. And a mystery. It's a good mystery. I mean, you as the viewer are intrigued in what's going to happen next. It's, it's, it does a really good job and well well paced because you're probably around that 45 minute mark kind of going, where's this movie going? Yeah. And then when, and then when that reveal happens, you kind of go, okay, there is a mystery here. There is a story that we're supposed to be following. And they kind of give you little bits. Every scene, they give you a little something. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's, you, never, you never leave a scene empty handed, I don't think. No. And what it ends up being is that as a schoolboy, uh, Day So saw Wu Jin having sex with his sister. He had sex with his sister. The thing I found interesting about it, and it could be a sign of the times, it could be a sign of culture, it could be whatever, but I remember watching it on a repeat and not remembering that she was so hesitant to it. Mm. Mm. But then what you'd come to realise is her hesitancy is very much a flirtatious hesitancy. And so, oh, don't do that, but please do. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a very odd scene. Not odd, unsettling. Day So then ends up seeing it. So this is a flashback. Mm. And he spreads the rumour. He tells people about it. Because he was watching through the window outside while it's happening, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And then uh, the rumour spreads and she finds out and she's so embarrassed that she jumps off a bridge. Yeah. She kills herself. Yeah, jumps into a dam. And so that is the motivation behind Wu Jin for doing this. Yeah. But it's 15 years. Why has he captured him for 15 years? Yep. Why has he only now just released him without a reason? Yep. And we discover that Daiso has had a child, Mido. Yeah. And Mido is, after 15 years, she's obviously a lot older than she was in that first scene where he's in the jail. She's yep. just a little kid. She's just a little bubba. Yeah. And... We discover that Mido is the woman at the sushi restaurant who took him in, who's taking care of him. Mm. And they've started a love affair. Yeah. It's only revealed at the end that it's the love affair that he's having with this woman. Yeah. And it ends up being his daughter. And he was in prison for 15 years so that she could grow up. And then uh, Wu Jin would use a type of hypnosis to bring them together. Yeah. And essentially, this was his idea of retribution. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's almost like Inception, planting an idea into someone's head, right? Yes, Making sure they're at the same place, same time. So then, Day So is made aware of this. 
And he says, whatever you do, please do not tell Mido. Don't tell my daughter. Yeah. And he cuts off his tongue mm. in a very graphic scene. It's sort <laughs> yeah, of like a form of goodwill. Yeah. If I do this, please don't do that. He begs Wujin not to tell his daughter. And then Wujin, in the end, kills himself. Shoots himself in the face. The two of yeah. them go on living their life. And does she know? I don't believe she knows. We don't really we know. We don't though. know, but I don't believe she does. That's the, open to interpretation. Um, I reckon the way that that looked to me was very much that she was in the dark and she was still so awfully concerned for him. And, you know, I feel like when situations like that happen and you do find out uh, that piece of information and uh, say, so she finds him in the snow at the end of the film, like he's lying in the snow because he's hypnotized himself, right? Mm. He's, he's effectively, he wants to get rid of the knowledge that he's gained about her so he can blissfully live a life with her and be none the wiser to it, basically. Yeah. And when she finds him in the snow, her concern for him is still at a level of like that new love, that fresh love, that infatuation. And I don't believe she has that infatuation if she finds out who he really is. I agree. And that is the film. But it's That's really masterfully put together. Yeah. It's incredibly gripping. It's not... Uh, Confusing, but you do need to work to try yeah, and it's the, it, it takes work. It, figure it's not, out. It's not what, an obvious film. No, also not obvious. Um, and this is just going back to your point. Yeah. the Korea Japan thing. It's mm. based on a Japanese manga novel. Yes. So you get a little half oh, one there. Thank you, man. Honestly, happy. that makes me feel so much better because I did feel like a dickhead. Our, our wonderful... We'll still um, feel like a dickhead, absolutely. No, uh, no. But, well, I know, mean... With this stuff. I spend enough time right. feeling like a dickhead. Our That's wonderful right. graphic designer, Matty Garfield, sent me a message and he said, you are a fucking idiot. Do you actually think that this movie is Japanese? And I went, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not a perfect man. All right? All right, well, go on, do it again. No, no, I've got a couple of questions. So go, in, go, the, go, in, go. The, in the hotel room, yes. here's one, and I think I've answered it myself. Mm. There's a window, and you think, well, why doesn't he escape out the window? Yeah. But I, it's not a real window. No. It's like a TV screen. It looks to me, the thing I noticed about it, it looked like a picture of Holland or something, because there's mm. like a... A windmill. There's like a windmill in it. It looked, it looked very much, it looked like a Dutch painting. Yes. But it's really, it's, it's well lit, it's which well is what lit. let me think that it was a window. It's not yeah. a window. Okay. It then takes him, they show you in rapid succession, him scraping his way through the wall. So yeah. he almost escapes and it takes him four months to do so. The thing is he gets through the yeah, crack. Yeah, he, he makes it through. But it then takes him four months to go about 30 centimetres deeper <laughs> yeah. than that to get through the wall into the street. He pokes which his just, finger out or something, yeah, doesn't he? And, yeah, and it's not taking... If you're in there all day, all night, that's not taking you four months. It took such a long time to get through such a small amount of space. I think my thought there would be, if, if there was a defence there, my thought would be is we, we're only seeing the moments where he's chipping away at it. Uh, there's a, I think there's a fairly fair assumption that he probably spends a fair bit of time just staring off into space or watching TV or being a weird fuck. I just think that's a weird thing to do. Yeah, if you feel weird. like you can escape, then why are you not spending all of your time doing that? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, exactly. But then I think as well, we, you've got to be under the assumption that this bloke lost his fucking mind, right? Mm. Like, he's not well. He's very clearly not well. And, and, and I mean, that could very well just be a plot hole. That very well just could be a, well, why would you do that? That doesn't make sense. But I also don't think, 
I don't think it's safe to assume that he was doing anything of a right mind in this particular point in his life, especially, to, I mean, fuck. Never, I reckon I'd go crazy two weeks being in isolation, never mind 15 years. My final question yeah. is around the premise of it. When Daiso is in the room with Wu Jin and Wu Jin says, yeah. you've got your five days, otherwise I'll kill her or I'll kill myself. Yeah. Uh, but we've just seen a whole bunch of scenes of Daiso being so competent when it comes to violence and killing people and attacking people. Mm. He's making the decision. He has the power, I believe, in this moment to kill this guy, yeah. to exact revenge. He yeah. doesn't yeah. because he gives it five days. He wants the mystery. He, 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 wants, he wants the one. And sure, that's great for a film. Of course you need the five days. Otherwise, there's no story. But yeah. I just think if you've got 15, if you've been just furious for 15 years at yeah. this one person, you're so angry. And we see this. It's set up really well. Do you not exact revenge on him just in, in that moment? Or are you waiting for another five days to try and figure out a why? Is the why that important? For me, the why in this film doesn't justify his inability or unwillingness to take action in that moment. Yeah, sure. And, I, and you know what? Fair enough. I mean, I, if the same thing happened to me, and I'm trying to put myself in these shoes, if the same thing happened to me, I'd want to know why. I think I think closure is so important to humans as well. Like that's a th th there would be. I, I think the blind rage is there. But I think there's so enough. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't kill someone in that moment. I fucking want to. But you would take the five days to figure out a why. If that's my ultimatum, you there is a why, and you can figure it out. Yeah, I'd want to figure it out. Personally, I would. All right, because um, then what happens if you kill them? Then you're just like, okay, well, great, got my revenge. Now what? Yeah, okay. You think it would trip you up mentally? It's like when your missus it. dumps you, and or like, or you're seeing a chick, and then all of a sudden she stops answering your, te your text, and you're just constantly sitting around there thinking, "What have I done? What did I do wrong? How yeah. did I f what did you do wrong?" <laughs> <laughs> Don't have enough time. <laughs> I was going to say, where do we start? <laughs> uh, quick word from our sponsor, uh -oh. and then uh, and then we'll get our then we'll get our take on this. Oh no. Just oh, no. in time for Christmas, <laughs> get your hands on the album the world has been waiting for. No! Sinead O'Connor, The Complete Collection. With a career spanning almost 40 years, this Irish powerhouse will leave you speechless. All the classics, all in one place. Featuring the global smash hit, Nothing Compares to You. A live version of Nothing Compares to You. Another live version of Nothing compares to you, but from a different concert. And for the first time ever, a previously unreleased bonus track. Sinead O'Connor shaving her head. That's me feckin' scope. Motherfucker. Sinead O'Connor, the complete collection. Available now. That is great. All of those songs finally in the one place. It's exciting. The full discography. <laughs> do, you, do you ever worry about what hell's going to be like? That's that's my only question for you. Oh, that is. <laughs> Every now and then it is a passing thought. Brycey, this is a great movie. Yeah, this is wonderful. really, really great. well made. It's a brilliant storyline. It's yeah. creative and inventive and artistic. You weren't and... too confronted by it. It is pretty full on. Uh, yeah. Obviously, the themes are very full on. Mm. I don't think the... 
the violence, it, it, it's violent, but... It never goes too far into violence, no, to be fair. No, yeah. um, but there are there are scenes that just stick with you, like that octopus scene. Mm. It's it's there's no way that that couldn't have been done with a real octopus. You go, what are you doing? This yeah. could only be made in Korea. Great, bro. Um, that's there's, fantastic. There's I'm glad. so much about it that is um, brilliant. I'd never seen before, and I, I loved the intrigue and the mystery and the storytelling. Brother, can I tell you something that's just going to make me really excited about life? Mm. That is my final recommendation of the season, and I've ended on a win. He's so done. you know what, brother? <laughs> I'm going to clap myself out. Thank you so much. Now, this is not... Uh, oh, I, just, what? I, I don't think I'm necessarily going to have the same result as you did there, but what? fuck you, because it's a... No, it's holiday season, and we just want oh, a little bit of fun. Don't. And we just want to have a good time. Nicholas. And it's the summertime, oh. which... Don't give me that. What are you doing? I want to give you a movie that is just a good time. And it's ABBA. And it's Mamma Mia. And it's great. And you just need to put your little film or tur hat off for a second. Just give me a moment. And just enjoy yourself. Stop trying to prove who you want to be. What, what the fans will think. Of that you just enjoy yourself because <laughs> summer's here, and next week you and I are going to watch one of my favorites, Mamma Mia. Oh, good lord! Well, if there's anything I dislike more than musicals, it's ABBA, so <laughs> this is gonna be a ripping, roaring good time. What a way to end! How long is this? What fucking a way to wrap thing? up the year. No, it's I don't know, an hour and a half. Oh, Jesus Christ, an hour and a half that you will not ever want to get back. Okay, well, you we'll... will have such a great time. Sitting through it. We'll see about that next week. Who directed this? The same woman who directed the original stage play on Broadway. Oh. She's an ABBA connoisseur. Yeah, look, she hasn't done much else. <laughs> <if I'm honest. laughs> Never worked again afterwards. <laughs> see you next week.